0: The following episode most likely contains graphic language, details of violence, and murder, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Your discretion is advised. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 40 of Murder with My Mother, the true crime podcast where I talk murder with my mother, sitting right here. Episode 40! What the fuck is going on, everybody? (laughs) I swear, because I'm always super surprised at what episode it is, but... Episode 40, so that's, it's also because we started in 2020, of October of 2020. Yep. So it's also our two-year, I guess, anniversary episode Yeah, as we well. just had
1: our two-year, which was super, super strange to reflect back on. It felt really quick, but then when you think about everything that's happened.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's like we started this as like a passion project. Yeah. And then it kind of like took off and did its own thing and... I mean, we're super thankful for all of our listeners and now our viewers and yeah. Yeah, it's
1: super cool to get the feedback that we're still getting and people just finding out about us. I was in the washroom at work today and a girl said while I was in the stall, (laughs) oh, hey, is that you, Christy? I'm gonna start listening to your podcast pretty soon. inappropriate podcast and (laughs) now you're everybody's boss, so that's the best part about it. that is the best. (laughs)
0: Be like, sorry, can you just skip episode this to episode that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we love all of you guys, and we love doing this. Like, I love spending time with my mom, as you guys know. She's pretty cool. And Super. We like would just sit and have these conversations anyway. Most of the time on like Facetime, or like, and we still actually do. Yeah, we still do. It's just like, oh, like researching for these is just like our life. Like that's just what we we yeah. do anyway. Watch Dateline specials and. I actually listen
1: to it every single night as I fall asleep.
0: Yeah, she's one of those people. I can't listen to anything as I fall asleep. I have PTSD because one time when you used to have like the headphones like this, I tried and I woke up and I was like... like, You're getting killed. (laughs) Yeah, I was getting strangled (laughs) in my sleep by my headphones. But did you die? No, exactly. So yeah, we, I mean, we always like to start with some current events, but...
1: We just actually had, yeah, we just had a sad, uh, terrible thing happen today.
0: Yeah, so we've been talking, we talked in our last episode about the up, like up, what upheaval? What is that? What's that Uh, word? Uptick. The uptick in the violence just around the city. And this happened in Burnaby, so not very far from Vancouver, Um, clearly for the thousandth time A lot of people are struggling with their mental health, and I know it was in a homeless encampment.
1: Yeah, so there was a female RCMP officer stabbed today. Uh, She died in the line of duty in a homeless encampment in Burnaby. Yeah. And we don't have the details yet, but I'm sure... No, literally,
0: Mom just read it to me as we were sitting here. So that is really sad. Um,
1: Our hearts go out to her family, and, you know, when you take a job, that is to protect the public... And then one of the public that you're sworn to protect murders you. That's just, it's terrible. Tragic.
0: And, you know, I know people have, obviously, in the last couple years, a lot of, there's been a lot of, um, you know.
1: Mental unwellness.
0: Yeah, that. And even just the people are just mad. People are angry. And especially at the police. Because, I mean, look at the George Floyd thing. Obviously, that's in the United States. We've talked about that. But. The police at the end of the day, yeah. A lot of people maybe you don't like the police, but the police haven't done anything to deserve to die. That's that's crazy. Nobody does anything to deserve to to die. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, definitely not. Well, sometimes, (laughs) but like,
0: that's like you know, but no, in this instance, I mean, it's they're there doing their job, and she maybe she had kids, you don't know, she had she was well, she had a family for sure, or she wouldn't be here, yeah. So, well. Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Obvious. Thank you. But, yeah, thoughts out to her and her family. And just be safe out there, you guys. It's just the same thing I said for the last five episodes. Like, people are fucking crazy. And so...
1: And and it's, like, still happening over and over yeah. and over where people are just being randomly attacked. Like, sucker punch, like And women. Like,
0: yeah.
1: some guys are just going around sucker punching women. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that?
0: No, and th- honestly, if you... Something that I've learned in the last couple of years is nothing that's going on with people has anything to do with you. It's, no. It's something that's internal that's going on with them. And uh, sometimes that's mental illness. And yep. they feel the need to sucker punch a stranger or stab them in the neck or a door dash guy. Like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And everyone just needs to stay safe. And and
1: like we always say, uh, tune into your own intuition. Mm-hmm. Don't put yourself in uh, vulnerable positions. And Listen to that voice, yeah. like
0: if your body is telling you like something is wrong, fucking get the fuck out of
1: there. <laughs> and, I, and I'm gonna segue this into our episode today because, as many of you know, I have been in the dating scene. Oh. And I'm not right now. I'm taking a break because
0: overwhelming. even the secondhand stories. I'm like, oh, God.
1: well, and this episode is going to tell you like
0: <laughs> mom's probably not going to do it for three years after this episode. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can go three years, but sorry,
1: a couple more weeks yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks. Sorry. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, today's episode, because it's episode four, we wanted to bring you guys a good one. And I know that you guys love. When we talk about crazy fucking shit on this show, so...
1: This one's a crazy fucking shit. This
0: is crazy. And we've had a lot of people write in um, for this case because it is super crazy. It's something that if, if you were to just... You could read this or this could be a movie plot and you'd be like, that would so never, ever happen. Yeah. But, but guess what? It, it did. And we talk about that kind of stuff a lot. So with that, I guess we'll jump right into the episode. Yes. So. Okay.
1: So this is going to be episode 40 for y'all
0: episode 40 yep so it was 2012 in omaha nebraska when 35 year old dave krupa left a 12 year relationship with amy flora who was the mother of his two children so like Some of us, after a long relationship, I've never actually really had that long of a relationship. I think my longest relationship has been, like, almost three years. Oh, God. Yeah, I've never. I didn't even realize that. I know. Like, thanks, Mom, for paying attention to me. I've (laughs) had, like, tumultuous relationships that were, like, they lasted, like, way longer than they should have, but never that long. So, yeah, three years running. But anyway, Dave Krupa, after he got out of his 12-year relationship with the mother of his kids, you can, I can imagine he was in, like, like husband mode right and he was
1: 35 at the time so he had been in this relationship since he was 23 23, which obviously you know you do a lot of growing in your 20s and your 30s just so you know
0: yeah well even just having kids like yeah just you like birth a new person when you have children when you become a parent you it's like you give birth to a child but you also give birth to this new version of yourself or in a dad's you know case then obviously they're you know, you learn a lot about yourself. I think dads learn a little less, but <laughs> I think, yeah, <laughs> it's just an observation. It just is, yeah. So because of that, he he said that he didn't really have a lot of time because of his kids and he's working. So uh, in 2012, I mean, when did internet dating become a thing?
1: Ah, uh, like I was internet dating. I know you were back when it first began on many different 99. platforms. 99.
0: Yeah, well, what was in that day? It was what? Plenty of fish.
1: I uh, know um, it was lava life. Black
0: planet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was lava life.
0: Okay, so lava life. I mean, obviously, some of them have stayed around. Some of them have kind of like died off. But now there's like you know apps. There's Tinder. There's so this is basically the 2012 version. I don't recommend Tinder. Not unless you're looking for a hookup. I've heard. Uh, not even. No. I, I just I, honestly, for me, internet dating has never been. I don't – it's never been appealing because I like to meet people. Like, even if you're not physically attracted to somebody, for me, it's, like, when you get to know them, that's where the attraction comes. Like, if they're funny or if they're – Except for
1: when they show up and it looks like they just had a fishing accident or something like that.
0: Or if they've (laughs) – yeah, never mind. (laughs) I just got – Cut that one. Anywho. Um, I could do
1: a whole comedy routine on internet dating.
0: 100%. Me too, and I haven't even done it. So, yeah. well,
1: you've witnessed your mother do it. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, Dave was just living his best life, and he was internet dating. So, he just moved into a little apartment. He was apparently he didn't even have furniture. He's like, but he had oh, a computer. That's like every guy I ever met. Ever, right? They don't have a fitted <laughs> sheet on their bed either. So, don't be surprised, ladies, when you go home with a bachelor and not all, but some get fitted sheets on your beds bachelors. That's a PSA, PSA. for me. <laughs> Put fitted sheets Especially on your bed. I'm going to repeat it. Yeah. <sighs> and get a bed frame. Like, what's well, just a <gasps> mattress fuck. on the floor? At least it's not a blow-up mattress. <laughs> okay? <laughs> if you see a blow-up mattress when you go to a dude's house, get the fuck out of there. Anyway, Dave Krupa had no furniture. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so he was um internet dating and he in his own words, he's like, I was going a little bit crazy. Because you just got out of a twelve-year relationship, like he was having so a lot of sex, <laughs> yeah, a lot, basically. Of sex. And he was pretty upfront from the beginning with everybody. Like he didn't want anything serious. He was not in the boat, in the serious boat. He was not looking for a relationship. He was strictly looking to have Gillade. sex. Yeah. yeah, which good for you, Dave. At yeah. least you know what the thing is about guys and girls. If you're upfront, I mean. The only
1: problem is, as Dave Krupa soon began to find out, I know that as soon as you say to someone that you're not looking for anything serious, that's when everybody's crazy comes out. Yeah, Because they think that they can talk you into looking for something serious just by being extra fucking crazy and clingy.
0: Or they'll be like behind the scenes where they'll not show all that side, obviously, which is kind of a uh, peek into the rest of this episode. (laughs) So with dating he said he met a couple girls whatever but then he met someone named liz she went by liz but her first name was actually shanna and so shanna elizabeth golier
1: but she went by liz she
0: went by liz and in dave's words she was super cool sexy sexy which again i know beauty's in the eye of the beholder i just (laughs) i didn't see it (laughs) but i didn't see it. even dave okay like dave's a mediocre again you know maybe his personality is like super super great maybe I don't he's know. hung
1: like a donkey <laughs> I mean you don't know
0: you don't know but uh, yeah I, I don't know I don't think anything I just yeah well he's there not was,
1: your he's not your type
0: he's not my type that's what we'll say yeah so they dated but not they were he was dating everybody like he was dating everyone and their fucking moms like literally I feel that that was what was going on so he was dating Liz and they were keeping it very casual. He said, he's like, I was doing my thing. Liz was doing her thing. <laughs> Liz was doing her thing. Liz was doing her um, thing. So anyway, that ha- that lasted for a couple months. It was like about six months after he met Liz and all these other girls that he was at work one day. And, and he owned a mechanics shop. Yeah. So he was at work and a lady walked in with her Ford Explorer. And needed it fixed. And she was, like, right off the bat, he said, you know, we had a connection. I think he had a connection with fucking anyone he looked at. But, but no judgment. Yeah. No. Yeah. Have your fun, Dave. Like I whatever. feel a little bit jealous because. Yeah. Mom's about to just be like, oh, my God, we have a connection. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she was. He said they were standing there by her and under her hood, and there was so much chemistry. So by chance, Dave found her a couple of days later, on online online dating. Which I'm like, okay, that's a little bit sus, Dave, because you can't just find someone you just happen to run into. Well,
1: fate stepped in.
0: There you go. Well, horrible fate. Ugh. Poor this. Poor lady. <laughs> um, so anyway, this lady's name was Carrie Farver. And she was, and she was attractive. She was, yeah. Yep. In every picture you see of her, she was like a chameleon. Like she had like every single haircut you could think of in the yep. book. Um, she was 37 years old and she had a 14-year-old son named Maxwell. And so she wasn't with Maxwell's dad, I think, from a really early age. like
1: She, she had him really young, obviously, yeah, at 22. 22 right? Yeah. And And it didn't work out. And she made the choice, like right from the get-go of getting pregnant, that she was going to raise her son alone. And uh, we heard from her mother in a couple of the documentaries that we watched. And she said she was doing a great job. Uh, raising her son alone at one point I think she was struggling a little bit but as does every single parent in their 20s I know I was a single parent from the time I was 18 Mm -hmm. so I know (laughs) except you were with my dad but
0: he's probably useless well I was until I was only 20 Yeah, which I mean at least you had a running and then 13
1: years of single parenting Mm -hmm. but so Carrie was just doing her thing and she was she had just gotten a new job as a computer programmer.
0: Yeah, but in her like mid-20s, actually, because like we said, it is hard. There's a lot of pressure when you're a single mom. Yeah. Speaking from experience, both of us, and she actually was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, so she had bipolar and depression. Depression. But yeah. she was medicated, and for the most part, she did stay on her meds. But once in a while, I mean, anyone you hear with a lot of... I mean, like Kanye West, for example, I don't think that he is on his meds because of the wild shit that he's doing. But I guess when you are an expressive person, it does really numb you. Um, I've heard that, that it numbs you and it kind of makes you feel like blah.
1: And I think bipolar disorder, from what I've observed, the highs are so Awesome.
0: Yeah, but like, the lows—the lows
1: are are terrible. But the yeah. highs are like when you do your best creating and your best work, and you feel like you're running
0: around and like doing yeah. everything. And then so again, going back to Kanye yeah. West, I mean, I think that's what's happening. Obviously, current events—that's what's going on right now. He's clearly struggling with mental illness. But Carrie's mom, Nancy, said that she would go off her meds. But then she would really quickly realize, like it would put her in such a depressive state yeah. when she wasn't that she on wouldn't them. even be
1: able to get out of bed.
0: No, and she couldn't even be there for her son. And as a parent, that is the lone parent. Like it is very important for you to kind of put your mental health on the forefront of you know your parenting. You need to make sure you're taking care of yourself and well, and care of your sing- child. yeah,
1: single parents are doing the whole job on their own, yeah. and they're generally closer to their kids because Mm -hmm. you're sharing a bond that's like (laughs) it's it's like a trauma bond really
0: (laughs) yeah exactly because you guys are navigating especially when you start young right like we always say we grew up together because we did we did (laughs) you know that's what you don't realize is when you're a kid you're growing up with your parents you're watching your parents grow up too yeah and so anyway she was pretty good with taking her meds right and she was always there for her son so that was one thing so do you want to go into like about their first date and stuff? So
1: as I started to say that she got a new job at, in just across the river. So it was like, I think, five minutes. How far was it away? It was two different states, but it was just across no, was the bridge. Oh, drive. it was an hour. Yeah. So she was from Nebraska no was she from was from iowa. iowa and and dave lived in nebraska but it was an hour away and it was just over the river yeah so she got this job um in nebraska so she when she when her car broke down she happened to be close to her office she met dave he approached her on the dating site mm-hmm. and they agreed to go out with each other so he took her to applebee's fancy 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 like that uh, for a date. <laughs> It's not that great has like a salad bar might like it anyway they went there and I guess the sparks were still flying over dinner because they went home together right after dinner yeah and I guess they were kissing and stuff like that and she said to him the magic words look I'm not looking for anything serious here I'd just like to have some sex
0: and if we're going to have sex, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. So Dave was like, <laughs> "Woo, Probably got a boner just from that.
1: He probably already had a boner, but <laughs> probably. he probably came from that.
0: <laughs> probably. And yes, this is a podcast I do with my mom. So we're talking about boners. But anyway, so after that, um, she didn't sleep over because all they were doing was having sex. Yeah. So as she was leaving, Liz Golier, Liz, Shanna, Shanna Elizabeth Liz, Gold Gollier... She was walking... So he lived in an apartment. Someone referred to it as a sad single dad apartment. (laughs) Well, he had no fucking furniture. So anyway, he probably had furniture by that time, I would assume. But um, yeah, so Shanna Elizabeth Gollier, Liz, we're just going to call her Liz because that's what she's, she refers to herself as Liz. (laughs) Um, So Carrie
1: was walking out.
0: And Liz was walking in. She said she had to get some of her things.
1: Which is, as we all know. Like code I word forgot for my, a, I'm a fucking I, stalker yeah and I
0: forgot my bobby pin at your house yeah. I have to come pick it up <laughs> yeah. like fuck like. did I leave my earrings at the side table yeah did I leave one of my bobby pins literally like I remember someone being like I left a bobby pin oh. you know and it's like oh, just like grasp me at straws by that point point. and you know some people are a little more desperate than others but it didn't seem to have any effect on Carrie
1: no she just walked past her yeah. like didn't even and she never mentioned it to no. Dave after or
0: any of her friends in, no. in interviews her friends were like we never and she they saw her like the next day never mentioned it so if something like grinds my gears i I either call you right away or i call my girlfriends and i'm like you know you vent to them you tell them stuff like that especially about like you know things like that because how awkward is it you're going on a first date i guess not really that awkward for carrie so
1: yeah she seemed like she was pretty self-confident and Mm -hmm. pretty like unfazed by like she said what she wanted and she meant it yeah so they and she had told her mom about Dave yeah. and like everybody kind of knew she had met someone just to hang out with and they were dating for like two weeks, no. they two were dating, yeah. weeks,
0: two whole weeks. And so what <laughs> happened was at her job, like we said, it was just like a, I think a block away from Dave's house. So as opposed to driving a whole hour to get to work and she worked early in the morning
1: and you get tired after you have that <laughs> release. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that really great work day stresses you out. Yeah, but no.
1: and then you have the release at Dave's house and then you can just stay yeah. over and go like straight to work. So you're saving on gas money. Exactly.
0: So she had a, some big project and like we said, she did computer programming. So she had a big project that was due. And so um, Dave offered her, he's like, hey, I, I'll give you a house key, which... It seems like you want to do more than just bang. You're giving someone a house key, Dave. (laughs) But um, he said, I'll give you a house key. You can kind of come and go. I'll be home later. Blah, blah, blah. Stay over. Um, And she's like, perfect. So on November 13th, 2012, which was just two weeks after they met, um, he said that he left for work at 630 in the morning. And when he left, Carrie was up on her laptop having a coffee And he gave her a kiss goodbye, and they were supposed to see each other that evening. And so, obviously, he's like, this girl, he said, he's like, she was kind of like, it was like I hit the jackpot. Because she only wanted sex, which, I mean. And she didn't give a shit about, like, oh, my God. Liz was on your hallway. Like, she didn't care. (laughs) So, she says goodbye to him. He leaves, and that's that.
1: Until dun 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 a couple hours, hours later he gets a text message from carrie
0: his dream girl yeah saying who wants nothing serious who they've had multiple conversations about this
1: so he gets a text message from her phone saying i think we should move in together
0: and he was like i politely declined and said you know that is, i'm not interested no i'm not interested we haven't known each other long enough I, we've talked about this we're not yet and she just went
1: ham like she started saying I hate you you're a terrible person like all this crazy 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 shit
0: (laughs) literally crazy like and then started saying stuff about like you're probably with that fat bitch Liz and just like (laughs) stuff where he was super confused because he was like nobody like we just I didn't even get any vibes like she didn't say anything about it and usually people are not that good at hiding that right that would have come up you know, even like in a passing and like a so are you still seeing that Liz girl or like, you know, anything. She just didn't seem to care. So he was super confused. And that same day, Nancy, who was Carrie's mom, um, she started getting these weird texts because Carrie had actually recently just got that job that she had. Yeah. Like and it was like a really good pay upgrade. It was really great for her and Maxwell, her son and
1: I could say maybe she just had job stress and had a breakdown. Yeah, but and ran away I wouldn't know I anything know about
0: that. <laughs> So she started texting um, her mother or her mom was receiving these text messages saying, I'm moving to Kansas. I just got a new job. And I'm
1: not coming home to see my kid. I'm going to Kansas first.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to go to Kansas. Watch, watch. Watch Maxwell. i yeah. going to Kansas. <laughs> and so Nancy was kind of like, uh, obviously confused. Yeah. But I mean, what are you going to do? Okay. So she said, um, okay, but make sure you pick Maxwell up uh, in a couple of days. Your brother's wedding is coming. Okay.
1: Yep. And, and that's it. That was it. Yeah. That was
0: that. But in the in meanwhile, Dave is still getting these crazy fucking messages. <laughs> he said he was getting up to 60 messages, 60 text messages and emails a day.
1: And they were getting worse and worse and worse. Carrie was not there when he got home, thank God. And then <laughs> thank he was God, And then, And then Liz all of a sudden started getting emails and texts too and she was so confused like how did this woman find my number? How does she know my email? Like yeah. they were both super stumped over it. They well, were And they were getting like meaner and meaner mm-hmm. and. Super mean. You're a whore and you're fat and you're a fucking you asshole. You fucking kill yourself yeah. and
0: just all this horrible stuff. And then someone vandalized Liz's garage and put. Liz went in to her garage. Yeah. It was
1: inside her garage. Yeah. And it, what did
0: it say? Whore from dave that doesn't even make sense like a huge spray paint whore from dave doesn't make sense but she was like dave like called the police called this and the police went and they were like to dave like did you write whore from you like sign it with your signature and everything hello dave and he was like no, no. it's this crazy bitch that i was dating for
1: two weeks that went crazy and now she's Doing all this stuff. And they were like, oh, yeah, we've seen that before. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, Carrie's mother is getting more and more concerned because she's getting text messages also that she's saying to her daughter, like, call me. We need to make arrangements. And she's saying, no, this needs to be good enough.
0: Well, yeah, she... Not only did she miss picking up Maxwell for that, the brother's wedding. She didn't which, go to the
1: brother's wedding. No, she
0: didn't go to the brother's wedding. And she didn't even just miss her brother's wedding. She missed Maxwell's birthday, his 15th birthday, which she would have never missed. She missed her own birthday. She missed Thanksgiving. She missed her own father's funeral. So that's something that.
1: The time was stretching out, stretching out, stretching out. And her mom, after two weeks of her being gone, uh, called the police in their state to report her as a missing person. Yep. But once she mentioned that she had struggles with mental illness and was diagnosed as bipolar mm-hmm. in her 20s, then they totally discounted the fact that she was missing. They didn't even look for her at no, all. They
0: were like, oh, she probably just went off her meds and she'll come back. And if she doesn't come back, then she just went off her meds.
1: And everybody was like, she was still communicating with everybody. Uh, Like she was communicating with Max on Facebook. She would answer him. Hey, little man. Yeah. He
0: was like, so he was like, I want you to tell me three things. What's what was our first boxer's name? What's my best friend's name? And what's my middle name? And then she put this big thing on Facebook, Carrie. I don't need to prove myself to anybody. Like pretty much all of you can fuck off is what she said. Like, I'm down here. Sorry if you're mad that I left. And. Just this big, long tangent about like, I'm off. She said to her mom, "Um, I sold all my belongings and a lady, I need you to let this lady in. And she sent her mom a check. A picture of a check. A picture of a check. Like she bought all my stuff. um, And so her mom went and let the lady in. Yeah. And she took all her stuff. So basically, at the same time, Dave is still getting all of these messages, emails, emails, He's getting now text messages saying like I see you sitting in your blue shirt in your and he in was your like, chair because he was wearing a blue <laughs> shirt sitting in his chair, and Liz is still getting hundreds of messages, thousands. Like they said that in all the time it was like fifteen thousand mess emails yeah and like more text messages it so was like next 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 level and to date someone for two weeks and then have them go fucking so crazy I
1: told you he was hung like a donkey He probably
0: well, I guess well I don't could <laughs> not you can't see why like I don't know like I said uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder so I just fucking have my eyes closed I guess I don't so know.
1: then Dave just happened to notice right by his house carrie's ford explorer yeah like was sitting there so like how much longer like a long time later her like ford three ex- weeks later her ford explorer was just sitting
0: and he knew the car because he had done work mm-hmm. on it and yeah. so he called the cops to be like this bitch is harassing <laughs> yeah. his parked in my in my like parking lot yeah harassing me and at the same time liz is still getting all these messages so what ended up happening is the two we've talked about trauma bonding before yeah they were both like trauma bonded, completely traumatized by being stalked and harassed by Carrie. So they got back together. They started dating and they, I think it got a little more serious because he, I think saw that. Okay. She was loyal. She's loyal because now what did I do? I brought this crazy stalker into her life. I really don't
1: think he stopped fucking other people though. No, probably not.
0: I don't think so. He said again, Liz was doing her thing and I was (laughs) doing my thing. So he's still probably having sex with everybody. Which again, no judgment day. If you do your thing, um, but maybe you need a better picker because you're uh, yeah. And and they were getting girls. they were getting
1: text messages like they called they started calling Carrie crazy Carrie mm-hmm. and they would be sitting there like if they went for dinner or they were watching a movie or whatever and they would both get text messages yeah. at the same time,
0: which is a little suspicious because whose phones both go off at the same time? Yeah, you know. But obviously, Liz is sitting beside him getting these same messages. He feels horrible. Yeah. So the next thing you know, Liz's house got burned down. The whole thing. The and whole no thing. one was
1: home. Her kids, she, Liz also had two kids. And yeah. her kids weren't home and she wasn't home. But her dog was there. Or her two dogs were there. Yeah. Her cat was there. And her and snake. And her snake was there. And they, and they, all, they all perished
0: died. in this fire. And so I actually have a clip. Hold on. I'll, I'll play it. It's... um. It's her talking with the investigator about her house burning. Pretty obvious and she only set fire. The guy that I'm seeing,
1: he has grown up he did
0: for two weeks
1: and she's been stalking me
0: since November. Do you know her name? It's Carrie. C A R I. she has made threats towards me and my kids. She would kept text me and telling me she wanted to kill me and my kids. You would think they were married as much as she's stalking me.
1: She won't leave me alone. She will not
0: go away. I just wish she would go away. So if you hear at the end, she's like, she won't go away. I just wish she would go away, which is, like, horrible. Because if you're really being stalked by somebody and you – I've been stalked, okay? I've been stalked on Facebook. And it's fucking creepy, especially when – Remember when someone sent me flowers? Yeah. And they said –
1: it was you a poem are, from Rumi.
0: Yeah, it was, you are not the ocean. Something about it? the drop, depth of the being ocean. Being in a <laughs> drop. You are not the ocean, or you are not a drop in the ocean, you are an ocean in a drop, or something like that.
1: Someone but will I, know.
0: I still, to this fucking day, don't know who sent me those, and it's creepy. So I can imagine, like, she, her house got burnt down. With her pet, With her pets, you know. And so anyway, it's hard not to feel sorry for her. So...
1: The cops went through the Explorer when they found it and they just saw a bunch of random stuff in the Explorer, but there was a mint container in the middle of the console and it had one perfect fingerprint on it. And the strange thing was that fingerprint did not match Carrie's fingerprint.
0: Or anyone else in the FBI database.
1: Yeah. So they just took the Explorer and put it to the side, like hoping she'd come back for Mm -hmm. it. Uh, It was in the police lockup for a long time. Yeah. They just left it there.
0: And her mom got a call from a homeless shelter. Um, I don't remember where the homeless shelter was, but... Finally, after months and months, like she gets this call, and they're like, "Oh, Carrie's here, and she wants you to come pick her up." So she was so excited. Like, obviously, you probably have mixed emotions. Like, you're probably like, "What the fuck? Where the fuck have you been? (laughs) Where did you go?" Like, if I just took off and was like, "You're leave you with the kids," and then, oh god, you know, called you and was like, "I'm, you know, come and get me." So she goes down there. She goes with the detective who she's, you know wanting to um, investigate this case, who has been investigating, but it kind of went cold, and then they get this call. So she goes down there, and the officer comes out and says, no, Carrie's not in there. And so, again, you know, raising her hopes up just to, like, bring her down. And this is your missing child, so this is not, it's not something that... You know, is a is like a light topic, like.
1: But Nancy had a gut feeling, and like I always say, our gut feelings never lead mm-hmm. us astray. Nancy actually had a dream that her husband, who passed away, came to her in this dream, and she said it was very vivid. And he said, "Don't worry about her anymore; she's with me." Yeah. And Nancy had a feeling that she.
0: Well, she didn't want to believe that Carrie was dead because she wanted to, you know. Hope but for she the had best. a feeling. Yeah.
1: And so finally, after all this time, two police officers from Iowa who had just started on the force, uh, they volunteered to look into this case. They're like, you know, it's a single mom. Yeah. It's really weird that someone would just leave their kid
0: and no one's seen her. So out of character. Yeah. And the mom was like, this is not something my daughter would do. Yes, she struggled mental health, but it was not. It's like they just, you know honed in on the mental health aspect
1: and then so they agreed to basically voluntarily take the case like Mm -hmm. for free Mm -hmm. and they went at it and worked it as one of them was going to prove that she was alive and one of them was looking at it like she was dead Mm -hmm. so by the time they got finished they looked into her you know her checking account those are
0: the main flags when someone is dead or when someone goes missing those are the two things has is there any money that they're spending Yeah. If the answer is yes, they're probably off somewhere or something's been stolen, whatever. But there was no activity activity. in her checking account.
1: And her car was abandoned. Mm -hmm. Her Her house, everything was left
0: in her house. She didn't have any of her things.
1: So, I mean, they pretty much surmised pretty quickly Mm -hmm. that she was no longer living. Yeah. But then that makes things even more crazy because if she's not living... Who's doing all this stuff?
0: Well, and then exactly in the, in the state right beside, somebody is—they're investigating Carrie as a stalker. So now she's a stalker and a harasser. But in the other state, right five minutes away, she is missing,
1: missing and dead.
0: So, I mean, what what's going on?
1: So those police went over to the next police. Yep. In Nebraska, and oddly enough, they just happened to be in the police station. When someone, bet you can guess who, was walking down the hallway of the police station, it was Liz mm-hmm. coming in to make yet another story in the police station.
0: And this was years later now. So yes. this is like, like I said, she has been stalked for years. And he Two and Dave years has been stalked for years. Like Dave had someone come over that he was like high school sweethearts with, like came over. And all of a sudden they like they were spending the night together and someone... Dave, threw a fucking Dave someone (laughs) threw a brick through the front window and said like was texting Carrie this is who they think it is is texting like I know you're with that fat whore and like just (laughs) all this horrible stuff like let Dave live you know like Dave's just trying to
1: fucking Dave's still getting in in through this whole thing
0: Dave's getting it in Dave doesn't care I mean Dave obviously is affected because he bought a gun actually (laughs) yeah, he 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 bought a gun because he's worried his kids are there sometimes in the non-furnished apartment you know so he bought a gun I'm sure he had furniture by this time but probably still not a fitted sheet on his bed but he's still getting it so this is over two years later
1: yeah. um and they as the police are leaving down the hallway of the police station they see liz there and now liz has gone there and she's changed her story
0: well she's like i i really don't think that it's actually carrie who i thought was carrie for all these years i actually think it is dave's ex girlfriend. Amy Flora that's been stalking me all this time and they're like huh that's weird yeah huh so now the police talked to her and said like hey we're actually investigating um Carrie as a missing person
1: yeah we don't believe she's even alive no
0: we think something has happened to her and she's like well I don't know I didn't even know her. I just met her once like barely briefly walked by her and they're like okay
1: And so the police are kind of like starting to clue into the fact that who always has these stories and Mm -hmm. who's having all this victimization Mm -hmm. and who's getting attention from it.
0: And who's getting back with Dave when all when the shit hits the fan and like when the crazy shit happens, it's Liz. Liz. So (laughs) super sexy selfie taking Liz. So. So they start like looking
1: into things and at one point they get Liz's cell phone and she gives it to them freely and they start looking through it. But oddly, they find a photo on Liz's cell phone of the Explorer, of Carrie's Explorer Mm -hmm. that was dated before Dave even found the Explorer.
0: Well, before she, yeah, like no one knew where it was. And another thing is Dave got a message from Carrie and said, um, I have Liz tied up in a trunk and you better f- call her and, and tell, tell her she's you <laughs> fucking hate her and like all this stuff. And so he gets this picture of someone that looks like Liz with duct tape on her mouth and hands her hands tied. are tied and she's in a trunk of a car. So he calls Liz and he's like, Hey, you're not tied up in a trunk of a car, right? And she's like, ha ha, ha no. Why? Like, why would you say that? Obviously, This makes him reach out to Liz. Yeah. So, you know, then him and Liz do the... I think that every couple months it would be like, oh, this big thing that Carrie did would bring them together.
1: And so the police also found on Liz's phone... That picture. That picture of herself...
0: Tied up in a trunk with duct tape on her mouth. So (laughs) things are starting to look a little suspicious with Liz because...
1: So then they decide... (laughs) That they're going to test the fingerprint that was found on the mint container in the console of Carrie's car. And lo and behold, hmm. it has Liz's fingerprint on it.
0: So now, because remember, they have this car just sitting, right? So this comes back. So the mint container now, they know it was Liz. They they are now investigating that like Liz is the suspect.
1: But they know that she'll hang herself if they give her enough rope. So oh, yeah. they are bringing her in to question her... About stuff and kind of leading her, mm-hmm. so she's she's hell bent now to blame um, Amy his Flora, Amy Flora,
0: the first girlfriend, the and mother at, of his kids,
1: and at this time also, um, her his Dave's gun has gone missing,
0: mm-hmm. and she said it to police. Dave bought a gun. Dave has a gun. Like literally, the day before, and it went missing. And Dave called
1: it in because they told him that they were suspecting Liz. Kind of gave him the heads up, and he was like, "That's not true." Like we've had text messages at the same time. There's no way she would have put herself through this. Her house, yeah. Her pets died. Like someone wrote "whore" from Dave (laughs) on her garage. (laughs) Like, oh god. So. On December 5th, six days after he reports his gun missing, the cops get a call from a woman who claims that she's been shot.
0: She's e- out for a stroll by herself. At, at night First of all, red flag, neon, neon, yellow flag. If you're being stalked. aggressively stalked and harassed. You're just gonna go fucking take a stroll at Big Lake Park in the fucking late at night in the dark. <laughs> so anyway, she said she's sitting on this bench and she hears a woman come up behind her and says, "How do you like fucking Dave?" <laughs> which, like I said, Dave is not worth all this. But so this lady, it turns out the lady that was shot is Liz. Yes, the lady who was shot was Liz. She was shot in the in the femur. In the femur, yeah. Which, like, in the femoral, you got your femoral artery in your leg, like. If someone's going to hit you there, you're that's sketchy. So anyway, somebody who has a problem with her fucking Dave. But she says
1: she didn't see who it was at first, but then she was pretty sure that it was...
0: How does someone shoot you in the femur from the back (laughs) in the front? That's what I don't understand. And
1: she thought eventually that it was probably Amy Flora.
0: Yes, that's what she concurred. And obviously now the police are like, uh... They're a little bit They know she shot herself because yes. Amy
1: had an alibi. And then yeah. Dave finally was like, oh, my God. That's yeah. what made Dave mm-hmm. finally clue in yeah. that this bitch is fucking like beyond any kind of crazy you could even ever imagine in your whole life.
0: And obviously, you guys know this is murder with my mother. So somebody in this is dead. <laughs> and it, it doesn't appear to be Liz or Dave as much as you probably thought the buildup of like, they're being aggressively stalked they're probably going to get murdered because like no because Liz is actually has been behind all of all it. of this so, so now they spent
1: over 3000 hours uh they downloaded her phone again because they kept bringing her in and saying like oh well why don't you write a letter to Amy and maybe she'll you know just like Bait her,
0: make yeah, her mad make her admit what happened
1: so liz keeps coming in with all of these different emails Forwarding
0: emails yeah like, from
1: amy and they're like they're they're admitting to everything mm. they're admitting to uh killing carrie, carrie and like how it happened and i killed carrie in her
0: own car i stabbed I her i like all of this stuff and then i threw her in a garbage can with crap which is like yeah i'm assuming she means like a shit i garbage burned
1: her can. and fill and put her in a garbage can with crap
0: which is like what and this so they it's went back
1: necessary they went back to the car and they took off the seat cover of the explorer and it was saturated in human blood which came back as a match to carrie so imagine this,
0: Liz is really creepy looking too. Like I when he said like she's sexy. So I was like, she looks like a fucking ghoul that hides in a haunted house. Like she's creepy looking. And so imagine she probably hid in Carrie's back seat. And stabbed her. And just stabbed her when she got in the car in the morning that before morning. going to work. Yeah. And stole her phone. But then it gets even weirder because, again, they're not telling Liz this yet that they know. But what they get Dave to do, because Dave now knows it was Liz. Like Dave's like, oh, fuck. Like... <laughs> He said he's like I felt so. How do you not know? Like, how did I miss that for all yeah. these years? And so they bait. They're getting him to bait Liz by saying he messages Liz and says, and this is after she sent these emails. Now thinking that Amy Flora she's like set trying to set up Amy, but she's yeah, fucking
1: beyond ridiculous. But Dave
0: emails her or texts her or whatever, saying I actually got back with Amy and I'm moving back in with her. So Liz emails the cops or calls them and is like, This isn't fair. She killed someone. She's even admitted it to me. Yeah, and now she gets Dave. Like it's like, okay, so, bitch, you're really starting to like you know, there's some holes that are being poked in your story. So. Well and when they
1: downloaded her or they spent three thousand hours mm-hmm. the forensic data analysis on her phone they found she had an app that you could time uh text messages to come in staggered yeah (laughs) I didn't even know that existed
0: now mom's gonna be like texting me hey dude
1: (laughs) so They knew that it was her. So finally they brought her in. She still had no idea. She thought she was much smarter. As we often say about killers, they, they're narcissists Mm -hmm. and they think that no one's as smart as they are. So they brought her in on an unpaid traffic violation and sat her down and basically said like, we know that you killed Carrie. We know that you did all of this stuff. And she literally like,
0: I think she believed herself. Yeah. She's she was like like, a, She's like a 13-year-old me when I would get caught lying about something. Like when I put water in the vodka in the freezer.
1: And I kept it in the freezer for a reason. For a reason. I which, knew.
0: I mean, duh. <laughs> I only did that once. But it's like I remember defending it like I did it. And then like rolling my eyes and like this is what she's doing. She's like I didn't kill her. Like rolling her eyes. Glaring. I only never even
1: met her. I just passed her. Yeah.
0: Why would I even do that? That's crazy. And it's like Okay. You are clearly like they have all of this stuff deleted. Like, and then it got even worse because they found
1: out that the check that Carrie had sent her mom proving that she had sold her stuff. The name on that check <laughs> was Shanna Elizabeth, Elizabeth Golyard And Liz. it was Liz's name. And then when they went through with a search warrant in Liz's house, they found a bunch of Carrie's. Belongings in Liz's house that had been put there before Carrie was even killed. So, in the two weeks when she started dating Dave until she was missing, they found her video camera with videos of her on it. With saying, a video
0: of her saying, My, my son's uh,
1: explorer has been vandalized, which they then put spray
0: painted. You see the video, it's yep. like Carrie, like, like doing a selfie, and she's like, Someone thought it was a good idea to give Max's um explorer a, a paint new paint job, job and it's like all spray painted around the whole thing
1: and so. then the biggest most creepiest terriblest thing they found i guess most terrible thing they found was a picture of it's okay in this. a foot a decomposing foot with a tattoo on it and it turned out that the tattoo it was the tattoo that carrie had on her foot
0: and it's so sad because carrie had a the, the tattoo on her foot said "mother."
1: Yeah, in um in Japanese, in Japanese or Chinese script. Character, yeah. Character,
0: yeah. And it's sad because she loved her own mother and she loved being a mother. So that's why her mom knew she would never leave. She would never leave her and she would never leave Max. It's like me just yeah. up and leaving. You'd be like arrest Carlos, he killed her. Like Yeah, I mean, for I sure. Would know. 100%. But yeah. that's just like having someone's dick. So that means she had her body for a while. For a long time. Yep, before she put it in a garbage can full of crap. And burned it, which I wonder. And so
1: they never, ever, ever, ever to this day have found no. uh, Carrie's body. So Liz had to go to trial and it was a no body trial, which can be very hard, really hard. because it's usually just circumstantial evidence. But
0: and she had a really good defense lawyer. She did. Like he was they said he was like known as like a hot shot around Nebraska. Like he always got people off. And he, so did Dave. Yeah, no kidding. Dave and his, her lawyer were just two peas in a pod.
1: So she was, even her lawyer, as the story went on and on and on, I saw an interview with him and he was like, like this, this was fucking brutal. Like, I can't even believe this chick did all this stuff. No. And so she was found guilty and uh, given a life sentence. And she still reaches out from prison saying that she's not going to rest until the real real killer is found.
0: And so somebody, so if you guys are true crime fans, which you probably are because you're listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, Anne Rule, she wrote the book The Stranger Beside Me. And it's just Stranger Beside Me, right? Yeah. The book about Ted Bundy. She had a friendship with Ted Bundy, which, I mean, I don't know if it was much of a friendship. He's also a narcissistic sociopath who liked to talk and talk and talk. And... What kind of true crime author doesn't want to listen to Ted Bundy sit there and talk for a long time? So her daughter, Leslie Rule, actually wrote a book about this case called The Tangled Web. Yeah, you should check a it Tangled out. Tangled Web. Yeah, it's, it's a good book. Haven't read it, but it's probably good because she's a rule. So, you know, the OG.
1: So that is who uh, Liz, Shanna Li- Elizabeth Goyer,
0: actually <laughs> writes to these days. She yeah. won't
1: give an interview to anyone. no. Uh, but she still steadfastly denies that she had anything to do with it, even yeah. though there's a fucking like, mountain um, the size of Mount Everest of evidence against right? her.
0: So, yeah.
1: So, yeah. If that didn't twist your <laughs> knickers, I don't know what will. And I am definitely taking some time off dating. Yeah.
0: You're not allowed. Like, I'm going to be like, you're grounded. Like, uh, you're not allowed. I'll find a way to sneak out of the yeah, house. I know you would. But no, <laughs> just again, I mean, PSA, stay safe. Dating. You never know. You nope. never, ever know who's beside you Trust the Trust your gut. Yeah, trust your gut, and because I've gone against it a couple times. Yeah, and y- <laughs> you've gone against my gut too, which I mean, whatever, <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, that was the case of the murder, uh, the strange Carrie's, disappearance and murder the of s- Carrie Farmer slash stalking, and like it, it has so many layers to this story. And you know, we love a good a good layer episode, so.
1: And if anybody that slept with Dave happens to listen to this, I would (laughs) like a review. Please let us know
0: what the fuck was the, like, what was the big deal about Dave? But you know what? Again, that comes from somebody's self-worth and self-value. Like, obviously, if you're so obsessed with somebody and playing it cool, that's the thing. Dating in these days, if someone's like, if you're not okay with having just like a, a physical relationship don't don't agree to have that. it you don't need to you don't need to have a, a relationship like that you can get everything you need and and more from a <laughs> so, vibrator well yeah there you go <laughs> but no you know like yeah. people these days are so like oh play it cool i'm not gonna you know let's just yeah let's just book or whatever and it's like oh god like Is that
1: what they said in your day because you've been, <laughs> yeah, been
0: single for a while i kind of went from r- one relationship kind of <laughs> into an X. So, but yeah. Um, so, we
1: hope you enjoyed episode 40, and yeah. we will uh, see you next time for episode 41. We will. And, and feel we're free gonna, to send your ideas. Yes. And thanks.
0: And I think it's your pick next time. So, yeah. So, you can pick an episode. Excellent. But something I wanted to bring up is obviously, you guys know we love true crime. I don't know if you guys knew. <laughs> like I've said it like 1,800 times. But. Jeffrey Dahmer. So Dahmer. I I don't know if I'm just broken or like if I'm just something, but I was so surprised about how many people did not know or were not familiar with the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Like so many people I'm seeing like this is fucking horrible. Like this it is horrible, but it's like where you guys been? This happened in, like before I was born.
1: Yeah, but probably a lot of people's parents didn't, like, allow them to watch, <laughs> watch stuff Jeffrey like that. Domer. Or No,
0: and for me, it's just part of, that's, like, I don't your know. Your upbringing. Well, it is. <laughs> but, like, even someone could be like, oh, let's what May 21st. I'm like, hey, I got the same birthday as Jeffrey Dahmer. I just know that, which, again, maybe I'm just fucked up and okay. dark and thank you, mother. But, I mean, I was just so taken back that so many people had no idea. Like, I feel like people should. That's part of history. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. I mean, it's well, a fucking and that, horrible that part was of history. terrible. Horrible. Yeah. But again, it was a, big deal. It was a huge deal because nobody ever no, he was like killing people and eating them and you know, but I just I don't know. Like I said, I was just taken back. I was taken back that nobody knew who Jeffrey Dahmer was or <laughs> didn't know the details. There's been 9,000 specials done about him because of the excess of fucked upness that he, yeah. you know, brought to that part of the United States, which yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just, I mean, I'm sure all of you guys have watched it. It's really well done. Evan Peters. The actor's fantastic. Amazing. Because if you know Jeffrey Dahmer, if you've watched, if you've you've seen, I've seen like every single scene. Well, special. because he was
1: really forthright after he was caught. Well, and he
0: right away was like, yes, yeah, so I did it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> this is all the details. This is all yeah. the, you know, and obviously you can't deny when like three heads are found in your fridge and all the other stuff that's, you know, was found. But, Horrible, horrible, horrible serial killer. But I was just very surprised that apparently nobody knew anything about him. So now you know. Now you know. But if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's uh, it's good. Um, but Carlos was like, how do you know what's going to happen next? I'm like, I literally could make my own special about this because I've watched <laughs> it so many times. So yeah, but... Anyway, anyway, after you watch that, tune in in, like, what, three weeks and listen to episode 41 of Murder with My Mother. So this has been episode 40 of Murder with My Mother, the true crime podcast where I talk murder with my mother. Bye, guys. Bye.